0: hi and welcome to the south central pa mom fireflies and whoopie pie podcast where we discuss motherhood local events and everything in between right here in south central pa so sit back grab a coffee a while and settle in for the show Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fireflies and Whoopie Pie. Today, we have a special guest with us, Miranda Iorio. She is a local photographer who actually did our team pictures last year when we launched. Miranda, thanks for being here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is so much fun. I I love um, just like connecting with other people, especially local moms and, and parents. So I am so excited.
0: So you are a photographer. Um, how did you get started?
1: Um, so I have a nine-year-old um, and a five-year-old. And when my nine-year-old was just a baby, I'm like, I need to start capturing these memories. And I'm so tired of doing it on my crappy phone. Um, and I thought, you know what? I'll just get a camera. It's not that hard. It's fine. Um <laughs> And that was a lie. So, so I ended up just capturing these really bad pictures of my own daughter. And then I'm like, you know, I could do this for other families too. So then I started capturing really bad pictures of other people's families. (laughs) I mean, you're not honest with yourself. I mean, (laughs) so and I, God, I love my, I love my clients now, but I really love my first clients um, because they put up with a lot. So, (laughs) but. After, you know, that, after I realized how, how terrible it was, um, I'm like, you know what? I need to get better at this. And and I really enjoy doing it. Um, so I just spent, you know, the next couple of years, honestly, learning everything about the technical side of photography. And I really fell in love with it. Um, and then from there, I just started snowballing into working with like local families um, and actually providing good portraits. Um and then I really started to love it and then it just really took off from there.
0: Well, and one thing that I've noticed is that you actually provide education for like other local photographers, right?
1: I do. Yeah, because for me I learned a lot um doing it myself and I'm like this is so much harder. It takes like 10 times as long. I don't know what I'm googling to learn how to work this camera. Um, so I said, you know what, we're going to skip all of that for other people, and we're just going to give them the information from the get-go um, so that they can provide not only beautiful portraits for themselves, but that they can create a sustainable business for themselves and their families. Um, and let me tell you, I am having a and blast.
0: <laughs> I would imagine that photography is... It's got to be a lot kind of like um being a hairstylist where like continuing education has got to be like so important.
1: It it really is because I mean like Canon and Nikon which are, you know, two big names, they're just always coming out with new equipment. Um and I'm going to like nerd out here for a second, but we recently just moved to like mirrorless cameras, which is a whole new ball game. And it's basically lear- like, forget everything you learned and we're going to relearn this whole system, um, which is awesome, hilarious, and it kind of makes me want to cry. Um, <laughs> but overall, it's it's just always keeping you on your toes. Um, and yeah, it, it is definitely like continuing education, no matter how good you are, there's always somebody who can teach you something. I know that we
0: had a lot of fun when we did our pictures with you. Um, it was freezing.
1: Oh my God. I know. <laughs> I remember it. Fondly and, um, and terribly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's always, it's, it's so weird to me, whenever you do these pictures, you know, we have you telling us these goofy things that feel so crazy. Like, you know, sit there and look into each other's eyes and laugh. And you feel ridiculous, but the pictures always come out like they all came out so well. It's like Thank having you. to stress <laughs> the process that you feel ridiculous, but it's gonna look good.
1: <laughs> yes, and that's so true. So this is what I use like for my families. Um, I always try to focus on the parents too. And I look at them and I say, you know, you guys are gonna go belly to belly, look at each other, and I want you guys to kiss with your teeth. And they're like, um, huh, huh, huh. you want to do what? And they just like, <laughs> look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm just like, I promise you, it feels so silly. But like this genuine smiles that you guys get from this, you're going to look at those pictures and be like, I get it now. I finally get it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> And that's always like the goal for me, especially when working with families is to work on like those candid moments. Um, Mm -hmm. because if you sit kids in front of the camera and you're like, all right, guys, say cheese, they're like, yeah, great. We're having a blast. And you can see that on their faces. So I'm like, we're going to throw all of that out. We're going to start using these fun, cute, new poses and prompts really, um, to get those genuine smiles. And it works for kids. It works for adults. Uh, it works for me and my husband. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, funny it's a process um but like you said like you have to trust that process
0: <laughs> and there's definitely been a major shift you know in in family portraits and it's so funny because you know i'm 40 and i feel like over my lifetime just from family portraits that i took with my family as a kid yep and then comparing up till when i was around i think when i was around 20 is when they started doing less um like the superposed Sears portrait, you know, type stuff. I remember yeah. we went to a place in the mall called the Picture Place, I think it was called. Oh, my God, I remember
1: that.
0: Yeah? yeah. And they had, like, the bright-colored <laughs> backdrops, and they had, like, props and stuff, and they did, like – you know funny poses
1: <laughs> yep yeah, like and then um people are actually recreating them now in their studios but it's like you guys sit together and then like you look off into the distance and then there's like that floating head like beside you which is like <laughs> that one big portrait of one person like a close up <laughs> and i'm just like oh my gosh i, I am not upset that i missed that <laughs> <laughs> But like looking back, I'm just like, oh my god, these are freaking golden. But they, they really are. Yeah. And
0: then what's I think was great was we started moving away from that, but it was in like the most cringy way, you know. Like, do you remember when <laughs> the trend was what was it like the early 2000s where everyone wore jeans and a white shirt?
1: Yes. Oh my <laughs> goodness, I do. I like, and I was just a baby myself then, um, but. I remember that I see pictures of that and it's like, Oh yeah, look at these like family portraits. I mean, I remember doing that ourselves when I was like nine or 10, we would go to this uh, woman's studio, jeans. We were all wearing like these weird, ugly sweaters and we would just sit and just like stare at the camera. And like, that would be it. That's like framed on the wall. Perfection. Send it to grandma and grandpa, everything. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, Oh no. (laughs) but it's, it's definitely come a long way, like leaps and bounds. Um, and, and I'm not saying that, you know, the white t-shirts and the jeans are a bad look now, but it's just, I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I always tell my families, I'm like, you know, we want to um, be complementing each other, not matching. Mm. So when, you know, we're picking out outfits and stuff. I had this style guide and I don't encourage them to do the jeans and white tees. Now, if they're going for a look, if they're trying to be funny or cliche, um, they want to do that. And I'm like, hey, like more power to you. Um, but but normally uh, <laughs> we go for complementing styles, not matching.
0: Mm-hmm. And, you know, even just the thing that you mentioned <clears throat> a minute ago about having you know, the mom and dad take pictures Mm -hmm. together. I don't feel like we used to do that in family pictures. I don't feel like there was an emphasis on the parents, you know, or even Mm -hmm. just the kids by themselves. It was everyone sitting like superposed all together. Yep. And I love that now there are opportunities. I shouldn't say opportunities, but that there's an emphasis on, you know, including mom and dad, because it's like, Hey, you're, or mom and mom, or dad and dad, whatever it is, right? You know, no, definitely. You're, <laughs> but it's like your love story is what started this
1: whole family, right? Like oh, that should be acknowledged, yes. and I love that. Absolutely. And um, when like as a photographer, when you start getting more comfortable with posing and prompts and things like that, um, for me personally, I realized I'm like, okay, this whole doing just the full family and like you know all of this stuff, like it's fun, but it's not um, it's not the only thing you should be doing. Like, you know, you should be getting those individuals of each kid. You should be getting, um, the parents, like each parent with their children. You should be getting just the parents, um, because they, they do need to feel special. They did start this family, like you said, and it's so easy to overlook the parents, um, in every, every way, you know, when the kids start getting fussy and start crying, a lot of photographers will say, okay, like kids, you know, let's smile. Let's like, you know, we're, we're putting so much pressure and so much like emphasis on the children when we should turn that to the, you know, mom and dad, mom and mom, the parents and support them so that they can support the kids. So it's like this whole thing where the most important people that you should, you know, be photographing and supporting are the parents um, and I feel like we always forget that as photographers, or at least a, a good handful, um, they just they don't put that emphasis on the parents like they should. So we're we're also trying to shift that focus, you know, from just the kids back to them, um, and you know, the education space too.
0: Well, and one thing that I think a lot of parents would want to know too is that how do you plan? a family session with your little kids because it, it's, you know, I've had a lot of family family sessions um, throughout the years and I always love the pictures, but it is so stressful.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like like I said, I'm a parent. I have two and a half kids, uh, about six, seven months pregnant now. So I'm trying to plan ahead for three kids and I'm already <laughs> over it. So <laughs> it's, um it's, it's definitely a lot to, it's, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. Um, mm-hmm. So when you decide, hey, you know, I want to do a portrait session, I always suggest finding a photographer that you like first. That should be the first thing. Because let's say, you know, you and I decide to host or, you know, to have a, your family session. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say, okay, here's a style guide. Like, you know, we got the dates worked out. Great. Amazing. Um, first step style guide so you Mm -hmm. can decide again we're going to come back to those complementing colors not matching outfits um and we are going to decide on your outfit first i always say you know let's decide or plan on mom's outfit first well what if there's two moms then we're going to plan both of them if there's no moms you know we're going to pick really whoever wants to kind of make that really the person who's making the portrait session that is the person who it's obviously most important to them so they should be the one to pick their outfit first. Um, I, I love that
0: too, especially because I read somewhere and I feel like it's so true that like you should always plan around the mom's outfit because if the mom is not comfortable and she does not feel I don't mean comfortable mm-hmm. like like comfortable with what she's wearing, but it's like if she doesn't go into this like feeling, I am beautiful, I am confident.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yes. Oh, and a hundred percent. And again, we're not shifting that focus to the children. We're shifting that focus to the parents because we need to offer them that support because they offer the children that support and it's a whole domino effect. So um, definitely um, we'll just use, you know, like a, a nuclear family for this one, like mom, dad and kids uh, just as this example. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go ahead, plan mom's outfit first. Then from there, we can go ahead, add the children, add the dad. Um, But I'm so guilty of finding a beautiful dress for my kids and being like, this is it. This is what we need. You're getting a dress in this, like a picture in this dress. And then I feel pressured because I have to match this little five-year-old. And I'm like, this isn't how it's supposed to be. So (laughs) we need to sometimes remember to just put ourselves first, take that step, pick out our outfit. Um and then after we decide on the complementing, not matching, just stressing that one more time, um uh, <laughs> outfits for everybody, um you're gonna go ahead schedule the session for around nap or bedtime because Holy really? guacamole. Oh my goodness. Yes. So the photographer is working out around your schedule. You are not working out around ours. We are here to help and to serve your family. And we are not serving your family to the best of our abilities. If your daughter has a nap at two o'clock and we say, well, we uh, sorry, it's three o'clock. It's like the best lighting. We have to do it now. It's it's That is not serving your family.
0: See, I always felt like lighting was <clears throat> so important you know that that okay well you know 5 30 is the best light of day so that's you
1: know, mm-hmm. the best time to do it is absolutely so yes we uh, um photographers have and like it's just for us i don't mean like we have this but <laughs> we use this lighting it's called golden hour and that is about an hour before sunset so let's say this time of year uh, it's probably going to be closer to 4 or 5 p.m as we get closer to the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Um, And that light is beautiful and it's wonderful. And yes, photography is all about lighting, but if you are a seasoned, confident, good photographer, um, it's not going to matter what lighting you're shooting in that much. You can always get, you know, like a different vibe, but you won't be able to not serve your family because they don't want to do golden hour. Um, sometimes I see mm-hmm. photographers say, Well, I'm only gonna shoot at this time of day. Well, what happens when, you know, little Tommy needs to go to bed at seven o'clock and you're trying to start the session at six because you don't feel confident in any other lighting? It's it's just not serving the families. So if there's light in the sky. Guess what? You can host the photography session. Um, I always tell my my clients to work out around their children's bedtimes, nap times, things like that. Um, Because if we have little Tommy screaming and crying his head off because you need to push it over his nap time or you know an hour before his bedtime, well, you're probably going to have to offer to shoot that session all over again. It's going to leave a bad taste in the parents' mouths. It's I and mean, it's just very like me 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 me, you know what it should be clients, clients clients. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I always encourage my clients to do that um And then I'm also, and I don't know, maybe I just I am a little crazy um but I'm a big fan of like playing out what's gonna happen in totally different scenarios with my kids mm-hmm. um for a while, my daughter was terrified of the doctor. so we, for like three days in a row, we said, okay, well, we're going to walk in. Like, we have this appointment coming up. And I just played out every aspect of what was going to happen. Um, now, with our own maternity s- photos coming up in about two weeks, I've been prepping them. I'm like, hey, you know, we're like, let me see your smile. Like, we're going to tickle and we're going to do X, Y, and Z during the session so that they know what to expect. Because kids like to be in control. There's very little in their lives that they're really in control of because they are so little. So to just, say, Hey, like, this is what's going to happen to give them a little bit more of that control. They feel more comfortable, confident, and they're not going to act up as much. I don't want to say act up. Like it's a bad thing that kids, you know, but they, right. And you know, you have to be ready for anything. Um, but if they know what to expect, they're going to be a lot happier and you're going to be a lot happier as the parent. That makes sense, actually. And it's not something
0: I would have thought of doing before. But it does make a lot of sense. Because, again, thinking back to our family pictures, you know, I never thought to kind of prep them for it in advance. I mean, they knew that it was happening, but as far as what was going to happen, it was like, well, we're going to go and someone's going to take pictures of us. What do you mean what's going to (laughs) happen? Yeah,
1: (laughs) exactly. But you in your head, you're probably just like, okay, I want to get like, make sure that we get this picture and like me and my husband together and me and all the kids. So you kind of already have this plan of like, what's going to happen, but the kids are going in totally blind. So it's like jumping them almost. And they don't really know how to you know manage or control their feelings or emotions as well as adults do so they get overwhelmed very easily
0: um that's that's such a great tip that i mean it's just one of those things that you never think of but then you explain it it's like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. like that makes perfect sense
1: (laughs) yeah it's um i have a degree in social work so let me tell you when i like (laughs) i think about like little children and like their their habits and and how their brains work it Yeah, best 40 grand I ever spent. So, (laughs) Um, but two other things that I I always encourage my parents and my families to do um, having snacks on hand, like in the car, gummies, nothing messy, no ice cream before the session, um, but just something that they can kind of snack on, maybe like little Cheez Its just to hold them over because there is nothing worse than a grumpy toddler. Um, because they're just, they're hungry. They're, they're missing their snack time or, or anything like that. So just keep them, um, just hold them off, <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with having a reward planned at the end. Now I'm not above, um, oh, um, what is that called? When you, uh, you not threaten when you tempt your children with like candy and, and gummies and stuff, you're, um, not threaten, <laughs> bribe them, yes. Yeah. So I'm not a rub like bribing my kids. I I have totally I done that during photo sessions. <laughs> yes. Like, but <laughs> instead of saying like during their meltdown and things like, oh, well, if you stop, like we'll do ice cream or something, tell them that ahead of time, you know, give them that plan. Say, hey, you know, once we're done with pictures, we're going to go get ice cream or we're going to go to dinner, or we're going to go to the park, etc. you know, whatever you guys are actually going to do, but just kind of give them that plan. So then the, when they start to get a little over the session, you can just say, hey, remember, we have like 15 more minutes, which is like two bluey episodes. And then we're going to go to the park after this you know, just breaking it down for them so that they understand that timeline. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I will say that the best, in my opinion, photo session that my, my family and I ever did, it was at a park that had these really gorgeous trees, but there's also a playground there. And our photographer specifically um, suggested it. And One of the reasons that I love that session the most is because we had your typical, oh, look, we're in nature and we're all happy and posed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But then afterwards, she was like, okay, we got all these post pictures. I want you guys to just go play on the playground. And she followed us around and she just took pictures of the kids playing. And Uh, it was so, I mean, having those spontaneous pictures was just and I mean, there's pictures of me and my husband, like with him. You know, there's this picture of me with my son Wyatt. Um, that's our son with Down syndrome. And mm-hmm. I'm holding him, and we were just like playing around, but it they can't oh, it was it was great. And there's these hilarious pictures of my husband on those little, you know, horse things that are like the size yes. of your skin that you rock back <laughs> and forth. <laughs> He's on those with like our daughter. It's just, but though they were so great. And it worked out so well because it was, you know, our kids didn't get as grumpy because it was like, we weren't just standing around underneath the tree, you know, for two hours. <laughs> yep. Exactly. No, little was- bit, and then it's like, go play.
1: And they're yes. Oh, I love that. And those are those candid photos. Like that is your family. That is how you guys interact with each other. And the kids are not being forced to do something that they're just totally over. So I love it that your photographer did that because that's really just like getting to know that family on such a like an intimate level and that's beautiful.
0: <laughs> so one thing that we did that I would love to know your thoughts about too. Um yes. it was harder, but we did an extended family um session once and it took a lot of planning because mm-hmm. we got, you know my my mom and dad and her siblings and my grandparents and my cousins and all of, you know, our kids and stuff. We have this big extended family portrait. It took all this planning. It was a pain in the butt. Uh, it was totally worth it. <laughs> because How often do you get to do those kind of things, you know?
1: But oh, it was yeah. hard.
0: So, like, what are your tips for stuff like that? Because I think that's another thing we're seeing more now, too, that we didn't used to see in the past.
1: Yeah, really, because um, you know, what we were talking earlier, we're thinking just like one family unit, which is, you know, um, parents and children. And it's not really like grandparents, aunts, and uncles, cousins, everything like that. Cause honestly, I don't think that that amount of people could have fit in a studio like JC Penney's at the time. So it just, it just didn't really happen. Um, but I, love, love, love family, extended family sessions as a photographer. Um, And I love the opportunity that it gives to my clients because we'll take, you know, my pricing, for example, you're going to take a full session, which is $500. And let's say you have two other siblings. You're going to cut that three ways. Boom. After taxes, what? $175 per family to get portraits of Everybody. And I like, ugh, I am such a huge fan of, ex- I, I can't get my own family to do it, but <laughs> I would love that. But um, so that was, normally, that was actually what we did that you mentioned is we all
0: split it so that everyone yeah and we just shared the pictures. And so, you know, I think, I, I think it was something like $700. Um, yeah, because we had a few sets of kids there. But we were splitting it between, let me see, my parents, <laughs> my parents, my grandparents, my aunt, us, my cousin, you know, it was like between six people. So oh, yeah, it wasn't really it, that bad. Well, not six people, six families. Right. So when you break
1: it down, it wasn't that bad. No, it's really not. And then you have these beautiful portraits. Um, and I mean, financially, it's something you could do year after year after year, because it's it's manageable, you know? So I, and I'm all about saving money, be you know, affordability, all of that stuff. Um, So I love it. This is probably one of my favorite ways to use a full session, but um, so normally when it comes to extended family, you're not all living in the same area, you know, so it'll be during a vacation. Like if you're all going down to, you know, Ocean City or Sea Isle, um, or you're all meeting in one localized area, maybe Knoebels, you know, somewhere like that. You guys come up with two or three days before you even pick your photographer. Like, Hey, I know we're all getting together at Knobles for a week. You know, let's say we could either do Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. Does that work for everybody? Yes, it works for everybody. Great. So you have two or three dates that work for you. Then you find a photographer in the area that you love. I always suggest finding a photographer in the area, unless you are head over heels in love with somebody and you want to bring them down to meet you. Um, but again, affordability, we're just looking at add-ons and, and you know additional costs and things like that. So you say to your photographer, hey, these are the dates. What do you have available? Because again, their schedule, depending on the time of year, may be a little hectic. And they say, great. You know what? I have this one date. I have Thursday available. You say, Awesome. So again, we are going to get the style guide from the photographer. We're going to decide on a color scheme. Remember, complementing, not matching. Um, and your photographer is going to have you know options, style guides, uh, maybe even a client closet so that we can dress some of the families and you don't have to worry about that additional cost for all of the outfits. Um, and then after that, you, basically you carve out maybe 60, 90 minutes have your family portrait session, boom, it's not going to be as complicated. You're working with that professional photographer who can help coordinate outfits and everything. And uh, to me, I think that's probably the most difficult part. Because if you have, you know, a six part, you know, six parts of the family all coming together, it's going to be that much more difficult to like, hey, you know, your aunt's asking, you know, is it this shade of blue or this shade of blue? Like, what are we doing here? Um, so just to have like uh, that style guide available for everybody to be on the same page is so very important when you're talking to 25 different people.
0: Yeah. And it, we had, um, I think ours were around the fall and so we had a yeah. color scheme. And so we had like, I want to say like maroon, like, Ooh. I remember I wore purple,
1: Yeah, <laughs> my kids oh. were yellow
0: and I remember my grandfather wearing like maroon and I think there was like navies and stuff like that, but Ooh, it, it looked deep, complimentary. Old colors. Know.
1: I love that. I'm already a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even seen the pictures and I can tell you I love it.
0: But it was it was so much more helpful to just be like, hey, this is our color palette. I think I even looked it up. I was like fall picture color palette. And yeah. then just kind of picked one and downloaded it and sent it, and be like, hey. You know, anything in here or a neutral, you know, what's a neutral? Denims, navies, blacks, browns, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Beyond that, go crazy. Yes. <laughs> it was so much easier because then yeah. everyone kind of wear what they felt comfortable in that mm-hmm. worked within those complementary colors.
1: Exactly. And what is so nice is that with everybody on the same color palette, when we break you guys up, so first we're going to start with like the full family grouping. And I love doing that because the kids are not feeling crazy. They're still feeling a little reserved. Like, oh, I don't really know who this lady is taking pictures. So, and I hate to say it, I'll say it with my kids. They behave a little bit better. (laughs) <laughs> they're like, okay, we're going to stick close to our parents. So they're okay with being held, especially toddlers for this portrait. They're not running around being, you know, super crazy, feeling very comfortable with you just yet. So when we break it down, we do just grandparents with all the grandkids from maybe five or six different family units, that color scheme, it still complements everybody. It's not, oh, well, you know, different, Shade of blue that doesn't match, and you know it's not crazy. We can break you guys up however we need to, and everything looks so uniform, and that is so important, honestly. Because um, you know we'll do grandparents and grandkids. Okay, now grandparents with just their kids. Then we're going to add in significant others, and nobody looks misplaced. Everybody looks like they belong, and it's just one large family unit, and it just looks so good. How do you decide, um,
0: like, how you're breaking up the groups with these big family sessions?
1: Mm. So I know, I, I mean, like, I think about what the grandparents would want. Because, you know, we're doing this session with, let's just say, those six different family units. Um, but at the end of the day, who are these pictures for? These pictures are for grandma and grandpa. So I'm going to keep in mind not just what you know moms and dads or moms and moms and you know the different family units want but also the grandparents so I'll run you through you know a quick list of what we would do. Um I'd bring everybody together full family session or full family photo with you know all 25 people then we would break it down we'd throw the adult kids out I'm like all right you guys you're out we're gonna throw the little kids in then we'd do grandparents and all the grandkids. Then we'd switch to, we do grandparents with all of their kids, add in significant others. So we're getting, you know, everybody. We're going to do just grandparents. Then we're going to give grandparents a break. We're going to break you guys into separate family units. Um, Then we're going to do the full family, just the parents, individuals for the kids, and then all the kids together. And then we're going to move on to the next family unit. We're going to run through that list. Then we're going to do just the grandkids. Um... And then we're going to do each individual grandchild. So we are, and I only know how to like whip that out of like my back pocket because, <laughs> because I've done weddings for so many years and have to organize 50 different people. It's like, boom, 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 boom. Like we are on a timeline. People want to get out. People want to go drink. So you got to be efficient. <laughs> you got to be good. Um, and it really comes in hand uh, or handy when we're talking about those extended family sessions. Because once kids start to lose interest, forget about it. The parents start to get frustrated. Nobody wants to stick around. So you better be quick. You better be efficient. And you better do it with a smile on your face. (laughs) And
0: when is the best time of year? I mean, I guess this would go for like anyone. But like, are there better times of year, do you think, like to do family pictures?
1: Yes. Um. So it all depends on what you're going for. You know, are you, are you doing something in the spring or the fall, or are you looking at Christmas things like that? Um. And I know some. I people noticed get you didn't so... say summer. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> summer is so. Difficult because everybody's going on vacations, and if they are doing portraits, they're doing them at the beach. They're doing those extended family sessions like during the summer. Mm-hmm. If uh, if you really, really, really hate your photographer and your family, do it in August um, <laughs> because you're going to be sweating bullets. Mm-hmm. The kids are not going to be happy, but like you do what you gotta do. Honestly, at the end of the day, um, but yeah, personally. August, not a fan. Um, I will sit inside with air conditioning all day i I wouldn't want to work a single day um that month. <laughs> but <laughs> but that's uh, a lot of the time when I have my portrait sessions at the beach, things like that. Um, but well, the I most pop- the the wind off the ocean makes uh, it a little easier. It's so nice. It is probably ten degrees, maybe even fifteen degrees cooler there than it is here um, you know, in, in Lancaster, central PA area. And I love it, but honestly, don't try to curl your hair. Do not try to curl your hair for a beach session because it is so humid. Those curls will last two minutes and then boom, done. Just a little tip when you decide to do family portraits, um, <laughs> at the beach.
0: Oh, yeah. Girl. Former Florida girl here. I can even uh, say yeah. that, um, you know what, like all of that wind and the salt spray in your hair, it's going to give you some nice little beach waves anyway. So
1: yes, exactly. Don't even bother. (laughs) (laughs) You don't frustrate yourself. Uh, I know a lot of people get so frustrated when people and marketing and and big companies talk about Christmas starting in October, because Mm -hmm. let's face it, we haven't had halloween we haven't had thanksgiving why are you trying to push christmas down our throats Mm -hmm. but the best best time in my professional photography opinion to host or you know focus on christmas mini sessions is gonna be in november before the rush of the holidays before everybody starts like planning their christmas tree cutting their um their decoration planning, their everything, and uh, I do hate to say it. Here's a little photography tip, though. It's um, we always want to plan those Christmas mini sessions four to six weeks in advance so that we fill up our calendar. And guess when that falls? That falls in October. Mm-hmm. So that is why you know right now you're going to see me already advertising and marketing for Christmas mini sessions because I want to book up that calendar. Um, but I know right now, at the time of the recording for this podcast, we are in October, and I'm sorry, and I love you all. Please don't be mad at me. Um, but with my you know years of experience, Christmas minis, you want to book them for your family in November. Now, that gets a little bit complicated when you also want to book fall sessions. You better be ready to do it back to back, maybe a month in between. Um. Because fall, especially in central PA, guess what? October and November, the best time of year to get the changing leaves. The mm-hmm. absolute best. So you're, it's, depending on budgets and things like that, you may have to decide, okay, well, I want a fall picture over a Christmas picture. Or honestly, if you want to do them both, I'm just saying, just be ready to go boom, 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 October, then late November pictures. Um because it's it's just where we live, you know. It's so beautiful and it is so colorful, but it, it happens a little bit later in this season than I'd like.
0: Would you say it's like too um, stressful if someone wanted like fall and Christmas pictures to do it like in one session? In one session? Yeah. Like okay, we're gonna go change out of our fall clothes and put on our Christmas clothes really quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I so I don't think that's stressful if you. Wanted to do something so, like, for photographers, we normally have mini sessions. So, let's just we'll do um, I'll explain the full and then the mini sessions of when that would work and when it wouldn't. If you Mm. decided to do mini sessions, that's 15 minutes in and out, boom, 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 you don't have time to change outfits, so that wouldn't work. But if you got a if you booked a full session and you told your photographer, like, hey, this is the goal, um, half an hour. All portraits. And then uh, the other half of that portrait session, you would like switch into Christmas stuff and you would kind of like shift to just like move the background a little bit. You could totally make it work. And then boom, it's still, you know, probably the same um, financial commitment, same time commitment. So I, but I have never thought about that. That is so funny.
0: Wow. That I, that's definitely not something I have done. I don't know. Um, <laughs> More just, you know, with all my kids, I'm trying to think, mm-hmm. I think the you're, what you mentioned about doing just 30 minutes, that would make mm-hmm. it a little bit more uh, doable. Yes. As opposed to, you know, like a full, you know, one, two hour session.
1: Yeah. Do you mean like for your family, they would probably only last like 30 minutes? Well, they would maybe last, you know,
0: the hour or two, but if you do that and then you turn around and say, okay, we've done an hour of, you know, taking oh, pictures. Yeah. Now we're going to go change and do another hour.
1: Oh. Uh, I think that they would just die. <laughs> yeah. No, my gosh. You are not, again, as a photographer, I would not be serving my families to the best of my abilities. If I even suggested that, because then you have to start getting into, okay, well that time limit, and then it's technically booking another session. So like, why do all that? Why not just be efficient? Again, the efficiency, especially working with children, use that 30 minutes, 30 minutes, boom, boom, boom. Serve your families, they're happy. The kids are happy. And if you have happy kids, you're probably gonna have happy parents. And that is the goal.
0: <laughs> so you also did not mention winter in your best time of year to take pictures. Is that just is oh it,
1: oh didn't I? Oh, did I not yeah. mention winter? So <laughs> I'm like Oh, so winter's great. I, born and raised in Pennsylvania. I'll just be honest. I'm over the snow. I'm over it. Like I hate it. Um, <laughs> but if you decide to, you know, have that January portrait session, you're going to want to find a photographer who has access to a studio, okay. nothing Ever wrong with being, you know, outside, I guess, in January in the freezing 28 degree weather with children. (laughs) But (laughs) from my personal and professional experience, that is a disaster, honestly. Now, if you're Mm -hmm. thinking about, you know, oh my God, I would love... Snowy pictures in our backyard with my kids, and there's more of a lifestyle session. Uh, you know, we're drinking hot cocoa, we're doing things like that. That is totally, that now. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, shoot, maybe I want that. So, <laughs> but that's just because you guys have access to the indoors, it's in your backyard, right? Um, you have that access to cocoa, and you guys are only going to be outside for maybe 15 20 minutes get what we need, boom, 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 and then switch to like a lifestyle session indoors or maybe on your patio. And that's when we bring out the hot cocoa and you know, what life is really like for you guys, a lifestyle session. Um, So in that case, if you were hoping to do something like that, January is when we get a lot of snow uh, and February as well, unfortunately. Um, (laughs) So that would probably be the best time for that. But if you're just looking for, Hey, you know, this is kind of downtime. Um, the kids are off school the first week of January, anything like that, just jump on it. But always consider booking a studio um, or thinking about how your kids are going to be doing outside in the nippy, nippy, nippy weather um, and how frustrated they're going to get and how quickly they're going to get frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. And then when is the best
0: time for spring portraits? Because, you know, we start getting spring weather in like March, April, May, but you know, is there like a particularly mm-hmm. good time?
1: Personally, I think May is going to be the best because by May, everything has bloomed. You have nice warm weather. You're not going mm-hmm. to be surprised like you would be in April by a late snow shower, and then yeah. that's just rooting like this isn't spring at all. It doesn't feel like it. So early You're, May. It-
0: in your nice spring dress, and you're freezing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why don't just schedule a flipping winter session? Why don't you? Like, <laughs> so it's definitely May for my and I was born in late May, so maybe I'm a little biased, but it is a wonderful and beautiful and warm month, uh, especially if you decide to go somewhere like Longwood Gardens, where everybody is focused on, you know, having, um these beautiful blooms and they really plan out their designs. Um, and by May, everything is just, it's stunning. Like longwood gardens impresses me at every single time of the year, even in winter, but in spring, Oh, you're really missing out if, if you haven't had the opportunity to check that out.
0: So, this is something just, general. this isn't time of year related, but where are your favorite places to shoot? Like, where do you think are the best places for, for portrait sessions?
1: Okay. All right. Here we go. So <laughs> I <clears throat> me, I already mentioned Longwood Gardens, mm-hmm. um, White Cliffs of Kanoi. If you've never been out there, that's out towards um, Columbia area, um, and it's about a half a mile, maybe like a mile hike. Uh, and there are beautiful white, literal like cliffs overlooking the water. And it's oh. amazing. Um, my husband's not impressed because I, he's been there so much. and I'm like, whatever, dude, this is, this is awesome. So.
0: Oh, I, yeah, <laughs> that's again, Florida girl. I moved from Florida to Nebraska. And then, oh my get. goodness. So that's a lot of flat, flat, flat places. Yeah. When we had our first house that we got here, when we had a mountain view, my husband and I were freaking oh. out. Everyone else around here, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, wait till you see the view from our house. It's the mountain, like right there. And they're like, yes. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like, this is our everyday. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my this is god! Just, they're like, everyone's got a
1: mountain view. What are you talking about? <laughs> That is so fun. My husband moved from California, and when he saw snow for the first uh, time, he was like 16. He was outside without gloves with his little sister for like three hours. Yeah, he loved it. And I'm just like, because we met in high school, and I'm like, you did what? Like, God, do I don't <laughs> want to be associated with you anymore? Like, because I'm so over snow. I'm 16. You know, have an attitude. I'm like, ugh, snow. Oh, ugh. and he's like, I love this so much. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i definitely feel you there um, i think the white cliffs sound amazing personally oh my goodness it they truly are we're actually doing our maternity session there that's how much i love them mm-hmm. um so what well, we have the white cliffs of Kanoi. we have the what did i say <laughs> those gardens. gardens yes longwood gardens thank you um personally i'm a huge fan of stoner park uh, which is a very small park here in Manheim Township and like the Lancaster area. Um, <clears throat> and of course, again, a little biased, my studio, um, it's pretty cute. Love shooting there. <laughs> um, and Longs Park that there's so many opportunities. It's such a, you know, so many diverse backgrounds. So those are probably my top four um also, um most all of them are fantastic walks. Um the only one being not is at my studio. Um everything else, go check it out with your family. Go take 20 minutes, like 90 minutes, just walk around those areas. You are going to absolutely fall in love, especially this time of year even as it gets colder. There's so much that it offers. Um and it is so fun just to go. We go for our family walks almost every night at Stoner Park. Um, and oh wow, it is beautiful. And here's a little tip. They just added a new walking path at Stoner. And you're probably thinking like, it's a big circle. What do you mean? Well, <laughs> if you park in the back and instead of going on that big circle, you go off to the side. There is this... Huge open, like, area. I don't know. It's like a tree nursery. Mm -hmm. And they have, like, so well taken care of. They have wildflowers growing everywhere, a large path that you can walk down. And then it leads you to this little creek. Uh, If one of my families doesn't book that creek, (laughs) I, oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Um, And the kids love it. The dogs love it. By the time Mm -hmm. we come back, we're exhausted. And I'm like, good, because that was the goal of taking you feral little children out on a walk is to make you guys want to like just pass out for bedtime. And yes, very true. It works. So Mm -hmm. those are definitely my top five. (laughs) So
0: here's what I want to know the tea. I want to know what. I love spilling it. What is what drives you crazy? What are you like? Please don't do that. This is terrible. Like, ah, oh my God, gonna do day? Just, I mean.
1: <laughs> oh God. Let me think about that. So
0: <clears throat> we all have those things. It doesn't matter like what field you're in. There's always like customer drives you crazy stories. We all have them.
1: It's, it's so, so true. Um, I think, I don't know. See, I have like these types of clients that I work with. and and I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back or anything, but I've like for years, I've tried to get into this pool of clients, you know, that are willing to pay that five, seven hundred dollars for those family portrait sessions. And I find that the more the people are willing to pay for the portrait sessions, the less likely they are to be difficult. They kind of hand everything over to you, and they're just like, you know what? I trust you. So, I think when I was doing one, two, $300 sessions, I would have families that are very difficult, probably the best word. Um, And those would be the families that are just like, okay, well, I want to do the identical matching clothes. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) I'm happy to do it because this is your family portrait, but I'm just like, okay, um, but these are, this is, this is Buffalo plaid. Um, with dark blue jeans, and they're like, oh, I know, I love it. And I'm like, <laughs> awesome, I love you for loving it, I love you for being so passionate about it. Um, this is not going to go on my style guide, <laughs> so that, but I've, I think, I don't know, my goodness, I like, I don't have. Too many, maybe I like put them out of my head because they frustrated me so much, and I'm like, I can't think about you anymore. Um, <laughs> but probably when parents are just like, All right, you guys, just like, go play, like, you guys, you kids can just do whatever, and we're not gonna listen to the photographer, and we're just gonna, like, eh, whatever. And I'm like, All right, that really hurts my feelings, thank you. But you know, I was like two years into it, and I didn't know how to take control of a session, mm-hmm. and um. But now I like even the kids, I, I don't know what like these parents or how these parents are like raising their kids now with the clients that I'm working with now. But I'm like, bravo, because even <laughs> these kids are like better than some of like my worst clients. <laughs> so, but I think what makes an ideal client for me is like the attitude, like they're they're so positive. They're like, you know what? We trust you. We see your vision. And I want you to take the reins. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, love this. Love you. You're coming back three times a year. Um, <laughs> and they do, they come back two or three times a year, and I'm just like, oh my god, I love you. <laughs> like that, that's my ideal client. Like, hello. So oh, yeah, I'm gonna have to like dig up the old memory bank and and remember some of
0: those you're going to give me like like, maybe (laughs) even if they're not like maybe terrible clients okay but just what are like what what can make a session like not go well you know because I mean oh no it's it's so like you don't really know on the (laughs) other side you know you're just kind of okay I'm gonna get my clothes on and hope everyone looks cute and
1: hope my kids don't
0: freak out and go for it yeah
1: so as a photographer you have such you think that you have such little control, like you just show up. So I think that as a photographer, if you do not prep your clients to prep their children, Mm -hmm. or even if you just don't prep your clients at all, that's when it goes off the rails. So if like, because they don't know what to expect. So again, they show up in Buffalo plaid for like a spring session um, and everybody is just so miserable and angry um, or they don't you know, prep their kids. Um, and the kids are just feral like mine, um, (laughs) without any prepping, (laughs) my kids would be feral. Um, or again, if we're doing it right during nap time, the kids are screaming their heads off. They're so Mm -hmm. upset. They're angry. This is why I have all of those. I don't know if you like are thinking back to like in the beginning when I mentioned like, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z to have like, to prep uh, the kids for the, the family portrait session. Because I've learned the hard way. If you don't do any of this stuff, you as a parent, miserable. Me as a photographer, miserable. And guess what? You, your kids, oh my God, they're going to make everybody around them miserable. So (laughs) I kind of put those into place because I've been the photographer that doesn't prep their families. And then everybody's so angry all the time, just so angry. The kids are crying. Mom and dad are feeling so upset, defeated. And then they ask for, you know, hey, well, this just went really poorly. Can we just do this again in two weeks? And we're just like, sure. And then guess what? You don't prep them. And then it goes terribly two weeks from now. And, you know, at some point you have to ask yourself, like, is it really my clients or is it me? What am I doing wrong to not prep my clients enough that they come with this negative outlook and and everything every single time? So I always, I never blame my clients for any of that because I'm just like, I should have stepped up. I'm the professional. They're following my lead. So I feel like when you don't have a photographer that offers you that lead, that's when everything starts to fall apart.
0: So another, I think, good question, which... Maybe a little bit of a conflict of interest because obviously if you family <laughs> pictures, if you want family pictures, you should talk to Miranda because she's amazing. And I'm not just saying that because she's a guest yeah. on our podcast. We did ourselves with <laughs> PA mom pictures and they came out fantastic.
1: Oh, but
0: <laughs> let's say you are looking for a photographer. How can you what would be your tips to find someone that's going to work for you and your family? Oh,
1: yes, because I just you know, went through this not too long ago, picking our maternity and newborn photographer. Mm -hmm. So first off, you're going to figure out what kind of session you want to have because Mm -hmm. newborn photography is a specialty. It is, it takes so much. So if you're looking for you know, a newborn photographer specifically, you're not going to want to go out and look for somebody who does landscape photography. So mm-hmm. figure out what you want. Let's say, okay, well, we're going to do a family portrait session. Okay, great. You're going to look for family portrait photographers or family legacy photographers, which is what I classify myself as. Okay. Um, then you're going to decide what kind of style you want. You know, you can Google, Uh, central PA family photographers, right? You can go check out everybody's website until you find a style that you really resonate with. If you, you know, some of the more common phrases are light and airy or dark and moody, um, bold, uh, things like that. So if you are really feeling like oh well, i want something bold and colorful and a little bit moodier you're going to gravitate towards those photographers right so, so um, that's what
0: you're feeling you don't want someone whose portfolio is filled of like
1: people running in the beach exactly yes and so really figure out what um what kind of photography you're looking for. Like I said, family photography, figure out what style you're going for and then find somebody whose portfolio not only catches your eye, but really like tugs on those heartstrings. Mm-hmm. If you are hoping for candid portraits of your family, find somebody who offers candid portraits in their portfolio on their website. If you're looking more for you know, that cliche 80s style um, portraiture, then go for somebody who has that in their um, portfolio. Because if you go to somebody who is not your style at all, and you say, hey, you know, this is, I really have this vision in my mind. I can guarantee you they will not be able to recreate that. um, They will not be able to recreate that for you. Like you want something that's light and airy with a pop of color. You're not going to go to a photographer who only does bold, dark, moody styles, because honestly, it's not going, you're not going to get what you want. The photographer is not going to be able to deliver that to you because that's not their specialty. Now, that's not to say that they don't have that talent, but their talent is directed in and focused on their style, so you really want somebody who matches what your vision is. Um, and then, of course, I because I know so many photographers in the industry, I know who's been in the business for a little bit longer, uh, who I can go to and say, you know, I know you have a style guide. I know you um, are going to make this really easy for my family to do. Uh, and those are the people that I gravitate towards because. You don't have to like your photographer, but you really should, because they're going to be interacting with you in a very stressful time, you know, because pictures, you want everything to go right. Um, You're going to be interacting with your kids. Well,
0: and in my experience, it's somewhat almost intimate too. you know, like they're getting in your face and they're like touching you and moving you around and stuff.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They are like that. It's so true.
0: So if it's someone that you don't like, I mean, how are you going to feel when you're like sitting there with your husband? And they're like, "Okay, I'm going to take your arm and move it here, and let me get your hair out of the way." And
1: yeah, but you like, know, you like
0: touch me, just put
1: me <laughs> in a bad mood automatically. I'm like, no, and well, you're going to so awkward. On it, it, really is. So I always tell you know my mm-hmm. photographers to focus on the experience that you give your families because that is going to top everything else. They're going to look at those portraits and yet you could be the best photographer in the world. They could be the most stunning portraits ever. But honestly, Mm -hmm. if you do not give them a good experience, they're going to look at those portraits and they're not going to feel joy. Mm -hmm. And I always, always, always want my families to feel joy when it comes to their portraits. So if they make it easy if they have that style guide, if they understand posing versus prompts and things like that, it's so much easier for the families to feel comfortable and confident with that photographer. And um, I'll just name drop uh, for our newborn and maternity photos, we're going with Keaton McCord. And she has a style that is completely different to mine. I am more bold, like pops of color. I'm a lighter, more colorful photographer. She is also bold and colorful, but she's darker. She has a beautiful style, obviously beautiful. I I want those pictures in my home, um, Mm -hmm. but vastly different to what I offer my families. And I know that she's going to take care of us. She's going to make this entire process feel great, um, and comfortable. And she's already made us feel very confident, um, And I feel like it's always harder to work with other photographers as a photographer because they know what's happening behind the scenes. They know what, they're a little bit pickier, you know? So I'm trying not to be that client. um, Like how doctors are the worst patients, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) And I try not to be that pain. I'm just like, you know what? I'm handing the reins to you. You take the most stressful part of it. You tell me what to do and I'm just going to show up. And honestly, that's what you should do as a family or as like um, the parents, you hand the reins over to them and they say, great, I'm going to give you a checklist. Boom, boom, boom. You're done. We're going to come here. It's going to be smooth sailing and I'm going to send you on your way. So I've had parents tell me that I am efficient and I'm like, that is my favorite word. Like, yes, I I want to be efficient. I want to make this process so easy for you that you want to come back, that you look at those pictures and you're just like, wow, I don't Hate everything about them. Um, I don't. I don't know (laughs) that I would say like efficient. And I'm, I'm not saying
0: that you're not efficient. (laughs) No, you're good. But my, um, when I think back, one thing that I noticed that you said was it's like you look at those pictures, and the feeling the photographer gave you is going to be there. And I will say that when we did our pictures with you, like I definitely remember all of those things. You know, like as a mom, for example, you carry all this baby weight. And so you're always Hmm. nervous about like how you look and, you know, am I going to have this big double chin and, you know, so on and so forth. And especially when you're taking pictures, right. But when we did our pictures with you, our team pictures, it was, I still remember like one of the pictures I chose to put on our website, you know, like you sitting there talking about like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. You look so gorgeous. And it's like that stuff, it, it stands out and you remember it. And I remember you doing that for all of us and like making everyone feel like just a million bucks the whole time. Oh, and I stop. feel like we all just <laughs> left like, no, I'm serious. I feel like we all left like feeling confident and just like beautiful and
1: not like, you know, frumpy moms. <laughs> yeah, no. and And it's so true. I've had portrait sessions before where they're just like, can we just like hurry up and get this over with? Cause your kids are difficult. And I'm just like, <laughs> I know my, I know she's difficult. And it just, it did not make me feel confident, beautiful, anything. And I look at those pictures and I'm just like, oh, I I missed such an opportunity with my kids to actually be present with them. And said, I was so worried because I was being made to feel not beautiful. And like, I was I don't know, like this monkey kind of, and I'm like, if I've ever given any of my clients that impression, I want you to smack me right now because that is (laughs) one of the worst things that you can do for somebody like who's investing not only like financially in you, but they're investing their trust and their time. And let me tell you, time is more valuable than money in every every single sense of the word. Like there, you can make more money, but you cannot make more time. So to give that photographer even an hour or 2 hours of your time and for them not to turn that into a beautiful experience for you should be a crime.
0: And I'm well, sorry, I'm like very passionate about
1: that. Yes, it's absolutely. Memory. It's your,
0: like this is your this is the moment in time of your family who they were, you know, like that mm-hmm. that little gap in your tooth that your 7-year-old has is it, oh, not going to be there next year, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or whatever it may be. Yeah. And it's just like it's so frustrating for me to think back to our experience. And I'm just like, you know what? It could have been a beautiful time, but I didn't feel like I was being supported as the mom. I felt like everybody was just like, okay, well, let's try to get the toddler to like do X, Y, and Z. And I'm just out here left in the cold. And I'm like, I needed that support. And the experience overall was just like terrible. So um, I always... You know, preach to my photographers, my my students, and like the ideal client experience. It is all about the experience. You could be a beginning photographer working your way towards like being a professional.
0: Mm-hmm. and the,
1: your pictures might, like technically speaking, need a little bit of work. But you're giving that family that beautiful experience where they feel confident and they feel like they're just so happy, then it doesn't matter. You know they're gonna look back at that experience and be like, "This was so much fun. I want to do this again next year." And I just I can't stress that enough. It's all about the client experience. So we already went like way later than i planned to. I know. Oh my God. I, I, I have made one more.
0: <laughs> No, this this has been like a great like really informative conversation for me, at least. I I have one more question that I want to ask because I feel like this is something a lot of moms show interest in maybe Mm, because you set your own hours and build your own business. But I Mm. see a lot of moms that have interest in learning photography. So if someone wants to get started, what, what would you tell them to
1: do? Oh, okay. So this is good. So (laughs) I would say to purchase, you know, your first camera. Of course, you're always going to hear, oh, Sony is better or Nikon or Canon. It's, you know, do your own research. What's going to work best for where you want to see yourself? Purchase that camera. Now, do not do what I did. Do not try to learn everything on your own. Do not waste time and years or months or anything and trying to do all of this on your own. Because like I said before, time is more valuable than money. I would much rather shell out, you know, let's say $500 to learn everything that I dragged out for a year. So I know you're going to hear me say like, oh, invest, invest, invest money and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to probably roll your eyes and that's okay. You're allowed to. <laughs> but if I could go back and do everything in my business again to start earning, you know, the that a year just in photography money. I, I would say that, um, you know, invest in a course that makes you feel confident. Um, and I'm not saying that you have to invest in the ideal client experience course, but Hey, it's out there. Um, but just like, you know, finding a photographer who fits you, like your style and makes you confident. You need to find a mentor that makes you feel confident. Um, because somebody who puts you down all the time is not going to have your best interest at heart and they're not going to teach you everything that you need to know. Um, mm-hmm. So just invest in, um, you'll hear quality glass, like good lenses. So just invest in a camera and then get the education. And after you have that education, after you already know all the technical things, then you can go ahead, invest in more glass or lenses, invest in a better camera. But let me tell you, the camera does not make the photographer. I could take beautiful and stunning portraits on an iPhone because I understand all of the technical pieces and you can too. I don't want you to go jump out and start spending $3,000 on a camera right away. My first camera was $500. And by the time I was done with that $500 camera, I was already making four or $500 a session. So it is not always the equipment. It is the education and the knowledge that you have. Um, that is going to make or break you as a photographer. So like I said, you don't need that $3,000 camera. It's okay. You need to prioritize that education. Well, thank you so much
0: for (laughs) giving us your time today. I mean, I feel like I learned a lot because there are really a lot of things that I didn't think about before. Um, Like explaining your kids, the, the steps and the processes of, photo session and so on like this has been so great I had a lot of fun
1: no that's fantastic I'm that makes me so happy because like you said we did go on a little bit longer and I am such a talker so <laughs> <laughs> so that that you know the, those conversations and and those words actually had so much value to them makes me so happy uh, and this was so much fun for me too so thank you so much for having me and and this is ugh, I hope we get to do this again sometime
0: if you would like to know more about Miranda or Iorio's photography or learn about um, her education services, we will put those in the show notes. And in the meantime, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. That's our episode for this week. New episodes will drop every Monday. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Leave us a review and share to help other moms find us. Thanks for stopping by the Fireflies and Whoopie Pie podcast, the only podcast by South Central PA moms for South Central PA moms. Until next time.